You know, I see and hear all the time arguments, um, whether it's, you know, in the comments section uh, on Facebook or on Anchor, um, any kind of platform you can think of is going to have these, but arguments between Christians and non-Christians. And these always bother me, and I'll tell you why. Um, What always happens inevitably is that you've got your Christians on one side, you got the non-believers, non-Christians take the other side. Both sides stick to their talking points. Um, in the end, no minds are changed. No hearts are changed. Everybody goes back to their sides. Everybody goes back to their corners. You know, pats themselves on the back. Feels good about themselves for uh, taking it to the other guys. And it's, it's very unproductive. And I do my very best and will do my very best while I'm on Anchor uh, to never get involved in those type of arguments. Um, And here's why. I do not believe, as Christians, this is what we are called to do. We are called, as Christians, to preach the gospel. And what that means, the word preach just means proclaim. And the word gospel literally means the good news. The gospel is not a good argument. It's not uh, good talking points. It's the good news. And I don't believe news is something that you debate with someone. If I've got some news, I learned some news somehow, and I've got some people that I need to share it with, I'm going to go out and I'm going to tell them that news that I, that I learned. I'm just going to tell it to them. And, you know, they can accept it or they can not accept it. Uh, But I've done my part in sharing that news with them. And I believe the gospel is the same way. You share the gospel. Sometimes that results in someone coming to know the Lord. Sometimes it may result in someone laughing at you or making fun of you. But whatever the result is, is in God's hands. Our job and our mission is just to share the gospel, share the good news. It's not to convince someone or manipulate someone into, you know, believing or saying some kind of prayer so we can, you know, feel good that we convinced somebody to, uh, to accept the gospel. No, that, I, don't, I don't believe in that at all. You're never going to speak to someone uh, or argue with someone on an intellectual level and convince them to accept the message of the gospel. And the reason for that is because the message of the gospel is not an intellectual message. It's a spiritual message. And it has to be received spiritually. Every time, always, 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 comes through faith. The Bible says without faith it is impossible to please God. Unless the Holy Spirit goes ahead of us and prepares the hearts of men and women to receive the message of the gospel, then they won't receive that message. And it's not just that they won't receive it, they can't receive that message. And so it's, it's pointless for me to argue with someone who's in that situation where their heart has not been softened by the Holy Spirit and ready to receive that message. It's pointless for me to have an argument with that person about you know, whether God exists or um, what, who Jesus was or any of that stuff. Um, 
Now I can I can still because I don't know the condition of their heart or whether God has prepared that heart. I could I could still share the message with them if I got the opportunity. I could still tell them the news. Um, but I what I can't do is manipulate or um, try to force them in some way to receive that. Whether or not they receive it is completely up to God. Now I'm talking about arguments, um, and I draw a huge distinction between arguments where you've just got two sides and they're both trying to be right and just kind of go at the other side, um, or thoughtful discussions, you know, there's definitely a place for a thoughtful discussion, um, there's definitely a place for some give and take back and forth, thoughtful, um, real discussion, and that's not what I'm talking about, um, that's fine, I'll, I'll accept that and do that all day, but I'm talking about arguments. So someone may hear that and they may say, well, what about apologetics? Uh, no, I think apologetics is important. And I, I love to listen to Ravi Zacharias. Um, I think he's great with the apologetics thing. And he does all sorts of debates with uh, different people of different religions or atheists or whatever it is. Um, but for one thing, these are, these are debates, they're discussions, they're not arguments. Um, and for another thing, he doesn't do those debates for necessarily for the benefit of the one he's debating, but for the benefit of the audience who hears it, and anyone out there who may be wondering about these answers or really searching. So, I do think it's important that we understand our faith and we understand scriptures and that we're able to give an answer to anyone uh, who has genuine questions. But I don't think it's ever something that has to be done in a negative and, and argumentative way. And I believe many of the uh, people on the Christian side who get involved in these arguments, maybe they mean well, and I don't think they have, you know, bad intentions necessarily. I just think they're, you know, misguided. Um, and they think, well, I'm defending God. I'm defending the faith. Uh, but really, honestly, what they're doing is uh, defending themselves because they feel attacked, you know, personally when they hear someone say something that goes against their, you know, their beliefs. They feel like they've personally been attacked. And honestly, the main thing that's wrong with these arguments is that often they come out of a place of personal pride. They come from our flesh and they're not, it's not something we're led into by the spirit, but it's something we feel like we've personally been slighted. Um, and so we, of course, attack back. And that is not, um, I believe that's not what we should be doing as Christians. So anyway, those are my thoughts on this subject. It was just something that uh, seems like I've been seeing a lot today. Not necessarily on Anchor, but in other places uh, where there's these arguments that are going on. And it just kind of makes me, uh, just kind of makes me a little irritated. So I just wanted to kind of put that out there. And if anybody has any thoughts that they want to share on that or... Uh, maybe you think I'm wrong and want to discuss it. Let me know. All right. Take care. God bless. That is totally wrong. Just joking. Man, I got to say, um, you are telling the truth, brother. Um, one of the things I do say to people, you know, when I find myself sometimes almost naturally coming into those, um, those debates as if I'm trying to defend the honor of God when he doesn't really need any defending 
um, what I'll do is that it'll I'll be reminded like the Holy Spirit Spirit will remind me Fred it's not up to you to convince this person it's up to me by the power of the Holy Spirit and so then I at the end I'm like well listen man all I gotta say is when you are ready to give this thing a try you can have what I'm having for breakfast Yeah, so it is tough sometimes to uh, stay out of those types of, of arguments. And, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't even go as far as to say that's never the right thing to do. I think it depends on, you know, the situation, mostly. Um, you know, if someone came at me or someone called into my station and had some questions or, you know, was, was throwing some things out there kind of in an argumentative way, if if I thought I could answer them in a way that would be productive for other people that might be listening and helpful for other people that might listen, I probably would. Um, if it just seemed like somebody that was trying to uh, kind of grandstand and make themselves look good and make themselves look smart, I would probably just ignore it, honestly. But, uh, you know, regardless of whether you get into those arguments or discussions or, or whatever, or you don't, Either one that you choose, it should be led by the Spirit. It shouldn't be something that we're led into by our flesh, by the feeling that we get that someone is uh, slighting us or attacking us. Because if we're led into it by our flesh, um, then we're taking this on under our own power and not the power of the Holy Spirit. And so there's a big difference. Um, there definitely is a time to be bold. There definitely is a time to stand up and say, you know, uh, this is right and this is wrong and, you know, this is what I believe and this is what the Word of God says. There's definitely a time um, to be bold. But, you know, if I could just use an example, let's just say I'm flipping through anchor stations and I happen to hear something from some somebody's station that, that they created. Um, which I don't agree with, you know, maybe they're an atheist or maybe they're from some other religion. Um, I don't think as a Christian it's necessarily my job to call into their station and start uh, correcting them and trying to uh, kind of get in their face and, and throw things in their face. And uh, unfortunately, I do see Christians that act that way sometimes. And it seems like social media has opened up a lot more um, doors for Christians to act that way. And uh, so, so I'm just saying, I, I think we should remember that uh, the main force, the, the only force behind the gospel is the spirit. And it's not, we're, we're not going to convince people or manipulate people or uh, somehow uh, with our intellect convince people to accept Jesus. That's just not going to happen. And even that example is not a perfect example because, you know, a lot of times on Anchor people will open up their station for discussion for open discussion and respectful you know dialogue and it may be a situation where they're welcoming people from other viewpoints to call in and, and share their viewpoint and you know that may be a good opportunity for you someone to call in and and share the gospel so uh you know that's not a perfect example either so i mean i guess what it just comes down to is why are you calling in is it something you're doing uh, on your own strength and out of your own anger or, or whatever other feeling that may be? Or is it something where you're really feeling the Spirit is leading you uh, to get involved in that discussion? So I guess really ultimately 
that's what it comes down to. But, uh, but yeah, thanks for the call in and uh, have a good one. Hi there. Hey, Paul here with GriffinBenchmark.com. I just wanted to call in. I'm enjoying this talk you're having on the on your broadcast here about Christian apologetics. It always makes me think of 1 Peter 3.15 where it says to always be ready to defend. Uh, it doesn't say go out and argue with everybody that doesn't feel like you do it, but it says to always be ready to defend. So I think there's an important distinction there. Um, and in the spirit of going out and, you know, spreading God's word, as we're instructed to do, go out and baptize all nations, um, I, I, you know, spread the word and baptize all nations, I think that it's important to remember that we do need to initiate those conversations and then be ready to defend. So, anyway, just thought I'd throw my two cents in there. Um, I do believe in predestination, though, so I know that'll raise some eyebrows all over the place, but... Uh, so I think everything's just kind of meant to be. <laughs> anyway, enjoying your broadcast. Thanks so much. Hey, Paul. Thanks for calling in. You're right. We should always be ready to give that answer. Um, you know, prepared to, to answer anyone who questions uh, the reason for the hope that we have. is what the scripture says. And uh, I do agree with that. I would even take it a step further because I don't, I don't think we should just sit back and, you know, wait for someone to come to us before we share the gospel. I think we should be proactive in sharing the gospel and I think just mainly the, the whole point I was trying to make was just uh, keep in mind that all we're doing is planting seeds, sometimes watering seeds, um, but we can never make that seed grow. It's always God that gives the growth um, and the Bible says you know sometimes when we plant those seeds they they fall on different types of ground. Sometimes they fall on ground uh, where you know the seed just dies because there's just nowhere for it to go and sometimes it falls on good ground and it's fruitful um, so it's, it's just important that we keep in mind that as we're sharing the gospel with people that it is news it is good news um, but it's not an argument you know you share and, and that, that seed goes out and it does what it does and we have no control over that part of it and we shouldn't try to control it and we shouldn't try to manipulate it so uh but anyway thanks for the call in and have a good one hello i'm chase carrington from the chase carrington show okay what you're saying about the intellectual debate with unbelievers i wholeheartedly agree you do need to appeal to the idea that god is this source of hope love community and all that but one thing i do think is important to stress, Christians do need to know their own faith. They don't do need to know, especially on an intellectual level, especially if you really want to present the gospel and you really want to equip other Christians on an intellectual level about our own faith. Knowledge of the word, knowledge of the theology of the word and all that, I believe is important. And I myself am trying to learn more about it. But yes, I do agree. Arguing with unbelievers to try to get them saved is not a good idea. But compassionately, presenting the gospel definitely is. God bless. One last thing I want to note about the whole idea that you don't really want to debate unbelievers. Now, one point I will make slightly contrary is sometimes some unbelievers are convinced on an intellectual level to come to Christ. Like, for example, Lee Strobel and the case for Christ and stuff like that. Now, while it's not exactly the best outreach practice, it really depends on what relationship you have with that person. A lot of things depend. And really, it's a Holy Spirit's guide on how 
you witness to an unbeliever. But I do believe is a good point. Definitely getting up in people's face and debating them, that's not a good starting point. Chase, you are absolutely right in everything that you said. And I really love the, the first thing that you said about, you know, as Christians, we need to know the Word of God. We need to know the Bible. Uh, we need to understand the, the history of the church and the history of theology and, and all of those things. And one of the things that really concerns me about some in the younger generation that I see is that you know, while they do enjoy the conferences and the awesome music and, and things like that, is a lot of times there is a lot of biblical illiteracy um, and, and just not understanding the Word of God the way that you should, not understanding doctrines and, and things like that. And I think that's, uh, that's a little dangerous because at some point you're going to go out into the world and you're going to be challenged. And, and you better know what you believe and why you believe it. And this is one of the things that I'm always harping on with my students. You know, I'm a youth pastor, so, you know, I'll tell them, look, I love youth camp. I love youth convention. Uh, I love all these things. Uh, but the foundation of your faith is going to be built when you're in your room by yourself reading and studying the Bible. And not just reading it to see how many chapters you can read, but reading it, understanding it, read commentaries. Uh, go on YouTube and, and find some of these great teachers that are out there like uh, like a Ravi Zacharias or, a, you know, I like Dr. David Jeremiah. Uh, there's just some great teachers out there. And, you know, we have all this knowledge available to us and we really have no excuse to be ignorant about what the Bible says. Now, I think once we uh, have that knowledge and we begin to learn and and build up that knowledge. We have to be a little bit careful because uh, the Bible does say that knowledge puffs up and love builds up. So we can get puffed up and fried with that knowledge and, and, and kind of get in the mindset that like my superior knowledge is going to change someone's heart. Uh, well, it's not. <laughs> it may be the thing that God uses uh, to, to begin to soften that person's heart towards him, maybe at times, if it's used, you know, correctly, if God opens that door. Uh, but we're just not going to necessarily change everybody's mind with our superior knowledge. But it is, like you said, it's very, very important that we have this hunger um, for the Word of God, that we develop that hunger, and that we are, you know, reading and, and studying and just devouring as much as we can and you know it's not just so we can get smarter and gain more knowledge uh, of course we know that the Bible is not a book of knowledge it's not uh, not a science book or even a history book but it's literally the Word of God and so when we're taking that in you know yeah we're getting smarter and getting more knowledgeable but really, it's the Word of God that causes us to change from the inside out. So that's why it's so important that we stay in there and learn that stuff like you're talking about. And, uh, you know, uh, I just think you're, you're right on it with all your points. So different people uh, 
well, different people are different. Um, <laughs> you know, some people are highly emotional um, and they don't care too much about the intellectual side of things. Some people are the opposite. Some people are, you know, intellectuals and they don't get involved in uh, the emotional things don't move them as much. Um, now, I think I'm more of an emotional person, probably. Um, I've been in those services where, you know, the, the pastor gives an, an awesome message and, and there's kind of an emotional moment during the altar call and the, the music is playing. And, and I, I mean, I just got to tell you, like, those things get me every time. Like, that's, that, that's speaking to me. Um, but I've also seen people who can kind of just sit through that and not be too affected by it. And I don't think it's that they're because they're bad people. I think it's maybe because they're more of the intellectual side of things. They need to, to hear more of an intellectual uh, message than just an emotional message. And so, you know, that's where this, the whole thing about intellect comes in, where it can be useful. Um, because different people are different. Lee Strobel is a great example of that. Um, now, I, I have his book, The Case for Christ, and I'll admit that I've never actually read it, but I have listened to his testimony. I've heard it a couple of times, um, his testimony. Um, and if I remember right, it's been a while, but if I remember right, he um, was an atheist or agnostic and basically set out to prove that the Bible was wrong and to find inconsistencies and things like that. Um, and ended up uh, proving to himself that that it was all true and had to come to the realization that you know if this was true that he needed to accept Christ um, now there's a, probably a good example of someone who maybe would not have been able to have been reached by the emotional part the emotional message um, but that intellectual side of everything kind of kind of got him and reached him so there's definitely room for both um, and both can be abused and approached in the wrong way you know we can try to manipulate people emotionally we can try to manipulate them intellectually so it really just comes down to you know if we're going to debate or discuss or argue why are we doing that in the first place is it something that we're being led into by the spirit or something we're being led into by our flesh and our pride uh, so so that's really what it comes down to I think but uh, thanks for your call-ins and uh, you made some great points hey man hey it's just uh, Paul here Griffin benchmark again uh, just calling in I'm listening to your show talking about uh, Lee Strobel and the case for Christ if you haven't read that yet I absolutely highly recommend it that's that book saved mine and my kids' lives, my, my first set of kids' lives, long story, um, way back in the day around the time the Twin Towers came down. Uh, just a fantastic book, fantastic guy, fantastic story and testimony. Can't recommend that to everybody that's listening enough. Just wanted to throw that out there, uh, give my two cents on it. I uh, hope that helps, and, and uh, have a great day. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, I want to say that I really appreciate everybody that took the time to call in and uh, you know give your insight on that. Um, it, even if you just you didn't call in, but you just took the time to listen, uh, I really appreciate it. It means a lot, and I hope that uh, that someone was able to benefit or will be able to benefit from this discussion in some way. And I just wanted to say thanks. All right, that'll do it for this episode. Hope you have a good day. 
God bless.